Hello and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. Coming up to the new year, almost 2019. Crazy. Uh, this year flew by and Rogan had so many great guests. It was really fantastic. I can't wait to see what we have um, in store for next year. I can't imagine the guests he's going to get on. He's His podcast now is just so beyond massive that he really can just get anyone in the world to come on. And, you know, it's not a question now that the podcast is not big enough for these guests to come on as much as some of them are just, you know, whether they're congressmen or other people, they're just old. They don't know about it. They're not hip enough to even know it exists. But this is definitely a platform that they need to be a part of and, uh, you know, Anytime you get three hours to talk, you're going to learn a lot, and Joe Joe pulls it out of them. Uh, great podcast the other day, podcast 1215, Ben O'Brien. He's a hunter, podcaster of the Hunting Collective, and um, a TV director for the show uh, Meat Eater. So without further ado, let's review this podcast. Well, they start the conversation. Um, ben Ben O'Brien has been on before, knows Joe. They've hunted together. He's a really uh, great dude to listen to. I love how calm a lot of these hunters are. They they really are, they just have the, this really calm demeanor, and they speak quietly and clearly, and they just seem really like introspective and, and chilled. And it's probably part of the fact that they do this incredible job most of the time. I think I think it just makes I think it's something that that a lot of men really desire, you know, not everybody, but, but I think if more people got out and, and just maybe getting out into nature, maybe it's not as much the hunting as just being a part of nature and having that space. I think it does a lot for you, but, uh, he's a great guest, uh, recently was moving into a new house. Uh, so slept in a storage unit. He was telling Joe for a while. Um, I guess he just kind of put everything in there in order to stay in there. He was working away from home slept in a storage unit, which I think is kind of hilarious. But, you know, if the people that could do that, it would be a hunter, right? I mean, they're tough, tough guys. So storage unit was probably pretty comfortable for him. At least he had a bed. Uh, Then they were talking about how on that show, Storage Wars, uh, which is one of those shows that if you see on, it kind of does pull you in sometimes because the way they do all the cliffhangers before the commercials, they're like, oh my God, what is in that storage unit? And usually nothing. But somehow it just keeps you keeps you po- you know watching. Um, but I guess some guy found seven million dollars in a safe in uh, on storage wars, and uh, I don't know through through the legal things. Joe was saying that he or somebody was saying he still got to keep a million of it. But it, just imagine that. What the hell? Like that's unbelievable. Like winning the lottery, you'd be so addicted to buying storage units. After that, it'd be ridiculous. Um, one thing I quite liked is Ben O'Brien talked about uh, Hugh Jackman in The Greatest Showman, and uh, you know Ben being a hunter is seen as you know this type of tough guy, but uh, really, really um, uh, said he loved that movie. He said he loved it. It's fantastic. He could watch it all the time. I mean, it's similar to a, a tweet that Joe had recently where he talks about liking the new Mary Poppins movies. Um, you know, I don't watch a lot of movies that have singing in. It kind of gets on my nerves. But 
you know, it's all right. These guys can be tough and watch these movies. I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I think that I think there's a lot of other reasons why. Uh, I don't know. It's just a silly judgment anyway. Why not? You know, you can be into it. You can like lots of different things. Um, it, it's just kind of how it is. And I think Joe even says it. He says uh, there's so much violence in the world. Why not have a little bit of uh, musical in your life? Which I think is quite funny. Um, then they move on to other movies. They, they do talk about how there weren't any superhero movies in the 80s. Oh, there weren't a lot. There were probably a few, but they didn't really stand out. Then Michael Keaton kind of set it off with Batman. I think that was late 80s, like 87. He set it off, and he was a great Batman. I mean, he really was. It was dark, but it was twisted. It was funny. It was comic booky. You know, they really did a good job. And then they went through it a whole range of Batman. Uh, who else was it? Val Kilmer. Um, he was okay. Um, and then uh, George Clooney did it, which wasn't great. And now we have Ben Affleck, who, I don't know. It, I don't know what I think about the new Ben Affleck Batman. It's like, it's fine. It's whatever. Um, I think he's... He's a decent actor, you know, could be doing other things um, than playing Batman, but it's probably a lot of money in it. You know, he dated J-Lo for a while, and she's super hot, so what can I say about that? He's obviously um, making some good choices. They also say how The Rock could not be Batman or Superman, because his disguise would never work. It clearly would still be The Rock. He's massive. He's too big. And then the they're saying that the Superman movies are really done. They've just made so many... You know, he's so powerful. How do you even make a plot out of it? It's almost like he's too perfect. It just doesn't work, which is a shame because he's such a fascinating superhero. But it's like, you've got to have flaws. Flaws bigger than kryptonite. Otherwise, it gets a bit old. Um, then they get back to the meat and potatoes of what Ben really knows a lot about. And they get onto the federal land ownership controversy. So I don't know a ton about this, but I've heard about it here and there. Um, you know, there was some talk about Obama giving away federal lands and, you know, you know the Republicans sometimes want to sell some. And basically, you know, uh, Teddy Roosevelt works hard to get a lot of federal land. So it was f for the people all the time. But there's energy to like chip away at that and take that land, sell it to frack on it or to use it for resources or you name it. And it causes some issues, and, and it's something that people need to pay attention to. And the hunters are obviously on this, and, and conservationists, and so on. And, and it's just a dialogue that needs to be talked about, because the, it would be a terrible thing for lands to just be chipped away at. I mean, the more people that we have, you know, the more land is needed, and then they want to build on it, and just tear it down, and we lose these, like, beautiful habitats for for animals and just to go spend some time in it so um yeah it's very complicated it's kind of annoying but uh it is what it is and uh yeah they, they talk a little bit about uh the the hunting controversies and how um bear baiting kind of it sounds cruel it's an issue but at the end of the day uh, they get into it and they say look there's a specific type of bear that you want to kill an older male and bears are hard to identify, even the sex of. You know, and hunting bears is incredibly difficult. So maybe you'll get up on a bear, but you've shot it before you've really been able to identify. And they're obviously very dangerous too. And in some ways, 
you know, if the numbers get too high, you, you should responsibly take these animals out. And really the best way to do it is to bait them, put some food down, sit in a tree, wait till they come, be able to clearly identify them before you take a shot. So in a way it sounds unethical, but once you hear this podcast and, and how Ben talks about it, it has a bit more ethics to it. Now, if you're completely anti-hunting, you're going to hate the whole thing and not like it, any of it at all, which is fair enough. Um, but if you're a bit of a hunter or you're curious about it, but that's one portion of it you don't agree with, it's just one of those things where it's nice to get a bit more information. You can still make whatever judgment at the end, but it helped me understand uh, you know, because I think it is important for the older males, which is the ones that they go for, to be taken out. It's it's sadder to me that they, they would kill a young mother or maybe a pregnant mother or just bears that are needed uh, really for that environment. Then they talk about how bears are, how they are brutal killing machines. Cannibals a lot of times, the males will kill the bear cubs, chase them down, tear them apart. Uh, to get the women back into estro and and if the women chase the male away the women will eat the baby cub left over because it's food and they're desperate and it's tough out there and uh you know just another reminder that nature and what goes on is is crazy it's hard but uh it's a great podcast good conversation especially if you're one of the hunting fans um it's always good to have these meat eater guys on and any of the hunting folks just to learn and hear about what they've been up to and it's such a different world that they live in it's really cool but uh yeah so anyway thanks for listening guys really appreciate it and uh peace